One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I once heard someone say, watch out for a life where your greatest experience of pleasure is the relief of pain. Oh, God. Hi, I'm Rachel Bellow. And I'm Suzanne Mushin. Welcome to the Big Payoff Podcast. Rach, what did you do this weekend? Uh, I mean, I started Monday exhausted, Suzanne. I had to write... The whole of the, the, the strategy thing for that client, the whole thing from beginning to end. And then I get an email from Nancy saying that I have to do the, the branding platform messaging. I looked up. It was 7.30 on Saturday. I had not left my desk. So how many, how many hours do you think you put in on Saturday? Well, on Saturday, I started at 11. So – eight and a half hours. And I was just exhausted and depleted and pissed. I was pissed. And I I didn't even know where to put it. I put it on the clients, actually. I was just pissed. Okay. This is fucked up and not okay. I mean, not only am I your business partner, but as your friend. Right. You you definitely need to pay me a whole – everybody needs to pay me so well, much but more. this is, but it's actually true. People do get paid time and a half when they work overtime. But, but you're it's not saying, really about money. That's not why you're saying. I, I understand. No, I'm saying that that value that people place on overtime or working off hours, you are devaluing completely. You're you're taking time that's supposed to be yours and just letting it's, clients decide how you're spending you know your what? weekend. It's not letting clients. It's letting me. It's letting me do that. I am doing that to myself. I haven't, that's the way my weekends have looked for a long time. So when I have a behavior that is persistent, that I claim not to like, um, why are you then choosing that? Why are you choosing that? Um, I'm asking you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what aren't you doing? Obviously, if, if you've spent seven to eight hours working, what, what, I'm not what did doing, you not do? What I did not do was make time for myself during the week where I just – I plow through the week unthinkingly, like stand in a batting cage, take call after call after call, meeting after meeting after meeting. I don't have to think – you know what it is? It's a laziness about pushing everything off that I don't want to focus on. I don't – I – No, Rachel. <sighs> okay. That's well. ma- that is actually – what you're saying is you're unconsciously plowing through a week and then resentfully on some level yeah. plowing through a weekend. 
Yeah. So whose whose fault is that? Yours, really, yours. <laughs> like really, if you get down to it, it's yours <laughs> at the bottom. Um, but no, actually, what I'm sure the answer is is that there's something about the gaping maw of the weekend where it's my own time and I can choose whatever I want to do that I'm in avoidance of because there's so much that I have to do. But why why would you say that the thing you want to do on the weekend is write a deck for a client? I don't. I don't. But you've convinced yourself I of have. That. That's what I'm saying. It's because I don't want to ask the question, if you have 24 hours and you can't work, and I'm, by the way, definitely not a workaholic. You can. Right. No, I can. know. Uh, but that said, workaholic is on the spectrum of the same illness, which is when I have 12 hours and I'm not allowed to be on my computer and not writing work stuff, what are you? Who oh. are you? Oh. What are you doing? You'd have to get. In, you'd also have to get in touch with what you want. Exactly. With what you want yes. to do. And it's not actually writing a deck from scratch. I can tell that the pleasure I take from that is compensatory. It feels like, you know, that feeling of like, well, it's not what I wanted, but it was. Oh, it feels so good I to get it. it done. Exactly. I start every weekend thinking about where the blocks of time are that I can work, not where are the blocks of time that I can be with my family or take my kid to a movie. But that's that's how I approach my weekend. How yeah. do I feel about that? It's so habitual. I, I, we're going to have to talk about how I feel. Well, you. OK, so I. I have a, I have a sort of on Friday. Friday night is the one night where I just allow myself to kind of not not think about work. That's pretty much the only night I'm not thinking about work. <laughs> so and I awful. start Saturday, bl- uh-huh. I block and tackle. I literally write it down hour by hour, what I have to do. And it's mainly writing. Um, what I don't allow on weekends, and, and I, I want to say that uh, even though I have a level of dread about that, it, as you say, so habitual, I don't know what a weekend would look like without a whole right. lot of work I got to get through. Right. When I get through it, like by Saturday night, I know how it's going to go, like how well I've done. It feels so good that it's scary. It feels good to be off that pain, right? To, to not be in the pain of worrying whether I'll get it done. Right. So it's that relief. It's almost how I feel when I'm running the marathon where I spend the whole time, even when I'm in pain, knowing that when I get to almost the end and I can see the light at the end of the tunnel that I'm going to feel so euphoric that it will have made up for the dread and the pain. I once heard someone say, watch out for a life where your greatest experience of pleasure is the relief of pain. Oh, God. (laughs) I mean, I'm, if I weren't your business partner and I were just having this conversation with you as a friend, I I, I would be my heart would be clenched right now. Mm-hmm. I this is how we justify it. So we should talk about that. I'll tell you how I justify my work on the weekend is that I would say to myself, well, I have so much more flexibility during the week than most people do. So if I have to spend, you know, six to eight hours on the weekend catching up from what I couldn't get done during the week. That's exactly the story I tell myself. That's exactly the story I tell myself. So I think really one thing that I don't want to make the rule don't work on the weekend. I think 
the rule needs to be take look at the whole picture and decide what the weekend is going to do for you. The problem with the way we're working our weekends is it doesn't recharge the batteries. No, it doesn't. No, I never at the end of the weekend feel recharged. No. The only the Ever. only time I have in years yeah. was this um, end of year. For some freaky reason, all of our client deliverables were done December 20th. That week between Christmas and New Year. Yes was like, oh, this is what a vacation feels like. Here's what I'm wondering, though. What is our attitude about the weekend saying about our life, saying about the way we feel about work? And he, I tell myself two stories, and I don't know which one you think is <laughs> more unhealthy. One story I tell myself about the weekend is this is the time that I can do the things I love so I can read more work-related reading. I can write more for work. I can get organized and plan, which I enjoy doing. So I say, oh, the weekend is more fun because I do the aspects of the work that I really love and spend the week doing all the things that are stressful. Yeah, that, that's fine. that's actually very much like what I do. Okay, I spend I'm not the weekend saying that because we writing. both do it. It's healthy. No, but I like writing. I I simply can't do it during the week because it's not just like an hour here or there. You need a swatch of time. Okay, so I'm asking you a real question, which is so that's one story. Yeah, what's is, the other story? The other story I tell myself is. I work better when I have structure, when mm -hmm. I have things, when I have a to-do list mm -hmm. and things I need to get done. And so my whole life is really a, this perpetual state of getting things done off a list. And why would my weekend be any different Me. than that? That story wins the unhealthy story <laughs> right there. Of the two, by a hair, that story is more unhealthy uh, because when I'm looking down the road on that, it's like, really? Are you going to have a to-do list on your deathbed? Like, no. So we, so what we, here's where I, I, I might. I, well, that would be sad to do. Die. <laughs> Check. Um, no, my daughter used to have, when she did to-do lists, always the first thing was wake up so that she would have something <laughs> to check. <laughs> um, but, but I think what we're saying about weekends is... I, what I'm saying is take a look at your weekend in the context of your week, so seven days, and ask yourself, is it a place where I just push all the garbage and then plow through it during the weekend? I mean, that's just – that's feeling more and more like a pattern for me where everything I can't answer, everything I can't write, everything I don't want to focus on during the week, I just – to the weekend. I shove to the weekend and then the weekend becomes this huge pile and then I start the week with a more or less empty slate. That's not good because there's no then real me time. Really, there are little pockets of me time, but there's no time where it's like where I'm reading for pleasure. Right. Yeah. The thing I think you need to fix if your weekends 
have work in them that is overtaking the rest of what a weekend is supposed to be about. Look, we all may have an hour here, an hour there. I, I don't. I, right. I know very few full time working people who truly have who unplug for unplug the for the actually. Entire I do weekend. know some millennials who do that. I know oh. a, a number of millennials who just simply they don't even look at their email during the weekend. Fascinating. Okay, but I would say that. For a lot of people, I can't even say most. For a lot of people, the weekend is actually an extension yeah. of your week in yep. some way. There's not a slightly full stop. different rhythm, but yeah. Right. But if it's true, if what we're saying is true, what I'm taking away is if you look at the week as a, as a whole, rather than saying yep. the weekend, yep. the week, yep. sculpture your week, back. you have to have time to recharge. So to some extent, if that's a Saturday and a Sunday, because that's what you're other parts of your life allow kids, husband, etc. Okay, but you have to have some part of the week where you unplug. Well, so what's it happening could be Wednesday, is, right? It, what's happening is you are assuming that your week structure is what it is, which then creates your weekend. weekend. Right. So you could restructure. That is good. So you, if you re, if I were to restructure my week, so for example, no calls on Wednesday right. afternoons, no meetings on Friday afternoon, right. then my weekends wouldn't look the way they are, and you'd have to insist on that. I think that boundaries. The, yeah. the, it's about boundaries. I also think it's about being confident that if you make choices that are good for you, that the world will revolve around those choices. Not, not me. I won't do that for you, but other people. <laughs> but yes. Right? So if, I, if we simply said to, to clients, for example, we don't take meetings on Wednesdays, yep. what, what, are they going to fire us? Not, not. No, and let's remember happy. our rule about can't, won't, don't. don't. It's not right. I won't take a meeting on Friday. It's not I can't take a meeting on Friday. It's like I don't meet on Wednesdays. I don't meet I don't on meet Wednesdays. On That's the day that we use to. Write. Wednesday is is looking like our Wednesday day just from this conversation. Day. I think. And oh, by the way, I think some part of the weekend. I don't think that should then allow. Well, this is the point. It's an order to clear path for the some part. Right. Yeah. So. Look, if you said to yourself, some part of my weekend has to be a gear shift. Could be yes. Saturday afternoon. That's, the, that's really the important thing is whatever you're doing, does it feel as if it's in a completely different gear? Now, I will yeah. say that when I'm writing on the weekends, that feels like a very different gear. But uh, maybe not enough. Yeah, maybe not enough. All right. I, I think it's time for the Bad Habits Showdown. Three bad habits each that we're going to change in order to get at the issue we've just been talking about. Whew. You first. Me first? Okay. Number one, I cannot make a list of weekend things to do. Shit, that was mine. Okay. okay. I can, so if I, I have a list, I can't stop having lists, but they can't be things where and because normally I would write next to the thing on the list what day I'm going to do it. That cannot have Saturday or Sunday. That's one thing. Okay. Number two, I can't create a week schedule of meetings that allows me no um, sacred space during the week to to do the things that I've been pushing to the weekend. That's the second thing. 
And the third thing is I have to stop telling myself that if I don't work on the weekend that I'm lazy. Okay. That's great. My three are I need to stop flagging. You know on your email um, – on my oh, email God, thing, I never flag. Anything. I flag ten things a day because it tells me, Ooh. "Oh, I'll do this on the weekend." So first thing on oh, the God. weekend, I go to my flag list, right? So I am no longer allowed to flag more than one thing a day. One oh, thing a day, yeah. okay? Yeah, I, I flag ten things. I'm so horrified. A day. Yes, that's a that's a good right. One. Yeah, that's really really important. Yeah. I just realized that while you were talking. Okay, the second thing. So is, you weren't listening to me, you not really. Just, uh-huh. So I mean, not. Not more than usual. Um, So then the second thing is I'm going to actually, instead of saying what I do now when people ask for my like social time on Saturday, you want to go out to dinner or you want to, and I go, well, let me see what I'm going to actually put that on the calendar first and work around that, (laughs) work around that. Okay. So that's number two. And number three is... I, I Sorry, but I do think that it has to be during the week. I am going to now create one space during the week where I am writing so that I no longer fully associate the weekends with writing. Yes. I write at various points. And if I don't write on the weekend, that's okay because Tuesday afternoons I can also write. Okay. Okay? We just taped all that. Yeah. In writing. Hold ourselves Well, no, not writing. In, in audio. Even, even more. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, maybe we shouldn't be working for the weekend. Well, I'm not working starting now, so you can work around that. We'll be back to the big payoff next week. If you like what you heard, you can find us at BigPayoffRadio.com, on iTunes, on the Acast app, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please, please rate and review us. It matters. 